Welcome to AgTech360, where we take a 360-degree view into emerging agriculture technologies that matter with our host, Adrian Percy. So this is Adrian Percy with AgTech360, and I'm absolutely over the moon to finally, finally get Han Chen, who's the CEO of Zcal. We've been planning this. Well, not planning is probably overemphasizing. We've been intending to do this since pre-pandemic times, but never quite got to it because of various schedules. So I'm really delighted to have you. Welcome, Han. Oh, thank you so much, Adrian. Well, the best lay schemes, right? So um, it took a long time for us to get here, but uh, I'm sure it'll be wonderful. And again, it's always great to speak to you and to talk about egg. And let's talk about Zcal, your CEO of Zcal. But before we do that and talk about soybeans and other things you're working on, I always like to start by just talking about, you know, how did you get into agriculture? I mean, what is what was drawing you in? How did you get drawn in? I think for a lot of people, same here, uh, agriculture was a very fortunate and happy accident. And I hate to reveal this, but it was basically $15 an hour. That's all it took me to come into agriculture. So um, I was finishing up my, uh, my grass studies here at UCSD in San Diego, plus to originally go back to work on Wall Street in New York. And then my uh, second quarter here, I uh, learned a new interesting term. It's called venture capital. Never heard of it before, but they promised $15 an hour as an intern. I said, wow, that's twice as much as I'm making at the mall. Why not check it out? Needless to say, uh, once I kind of explored the area and met the people, especially um, our late chairman and co-founder, Dr. Jerry Calder, I just fell completely in love with the industry, you know, the impact of technology on the most important sector in the world, you know, the common thread that we all share, which is how do we feed and, you know, feel the future was just such an inspirational uh, calling that uh, I quickly changed my plans. And next thing I know, it's now been gosh, 18 years in the industry. Wow. I mean, and you referenced the late and great Jerry Calder, and I know that you were very close to him. And what a what a guy that had such a profound effect on the industry, particularly on the GM seeds industry, right? Yeah. So uh, for those that may not know, you know, Jerry was the CEO of a company called Mycogen, which became Dow AgriSciences and today is Corteva. And I was just really fortunate because as a young 20-year-old coming into any sector, you don't know what you don't know. You know, you can be the brightest person in the world, but that experience that Jerry, you know, was able to share with me, that continuity of how our entire sector came together. First story I heard was a Silomar conference where that was his inspiration. The first time we talked about moving genes between species, he obviously saw the impact that this could have on agriculture as we develop new traits for plants. Uh, that's really what led him at the time to leave Monsanto and you know become an entrepreneur himself. And he built one of the, uh, to this state, the largest exits in agriculture. You know, I think at the time when Mycogen was acquired, it was a 1.2 billion valuation, you know, back in 1999, which is, you know, tremendous. And having listened to the story that he was on, you know, this journey for 30, 40 years, I was kind of able to stand on his shoulders and have this launch point of how we were thinking about commercializing the next generation of trade technologies that ultimately led to Zcal. Yeah, and I have another thing to be grateful for him too, and that's because he introduced me to you. The first time I met you was with Jerry, so that's another thing that I'm, I'm I'm very grateful for. So you've been in agriculture a while now, started off at the $15 an hour, got sucked in like many of us, um, and now running your own company for, for several years. 
Before we get into that, tell me a little bit about what you're seeing as kind of challenges in agriculture, particularly in the row crop industry, and, and how, for instance, a company like ZCal may seek to address some of those. I think, you know, U.S. ag in particular is very, very successful. It's one of the most efficient and sustainable and largest systems, you know, in the world. And that really came as a, well, I'll call it collective calling kind of in the post-World War II era to provide food security. So as an industry, we focused on how do we produce, you know, calories very efficiently and how do we transport those calories, not only across the country, but across the world. So that's kind of where our success has been. But oftentimes, you know, the invisible hand, if you will, leads to unintended consequences, which is a system that was really built to be responsive to a calling for volume is now facing challenges as we need our uh, sector and industry to become more reactive, more resilient, and even more segmented to address a number of factors. The first one is Agriculture today, especially among the major row crops, isn't very reactive to consumer demands. So consumers do not feel like they have any visibility into the industry. They do not feel like they have any influence. And because the row crops are the largest acres, you know, they're also now subject to a lot of miscommunication uh, because we don't engage with consumers, which leads to a vilification of the industry overall. So that has to change. The industry overall has to be, to be more nimble and responsive. The second part is as you optimize for volume, the unintended consequence is that you start losing quality. So while we continue to focus on the measurements of bushels per acre or yield, what are we leaving behind as a result? Are we truly becoming you know, great stewards of the land? Are we focused on nutritional density and quality? Are we thinking about yield not only as field yields, but also processing yields and nutritional yields? So I think sometimes these other important aspects of what is real agriculture really focused on, it gets lost when you know, we become so focused. And Adrian, you know this, we've been through uh, waves of consolidation. Uh, you were in that in your previous life. Mm -hmm. And as we get more and more consolidated and we start focusing on growth only through margin optimization, I feel like the leadership of our ag majors are becoming stewards of legacy assets and the question really becomes, well, what's going to be the next great innovation? What's going to be the next great business model that will really usher ag into a new generation because we need to be more responsive to these changing times? Yeah. So really, as you, you're saying, not just about quantity, but about quality, not just about calories, but also around nutrition. And that's where you're working with ZCal, right? So tell us a little bit about the origin of ZCal and where you kind of are right now. So ZCal, like my own story, is one of serendipity. So um, for those that don't know, ZCal, we're a plant trace company. We have a technology called PhotoSeed that enhances photosynthetic capacity of crops. So that means we allow crops to capture more sunlight and more CO2. And that extra energy becomes partitioned, depending on the crop, into different outcomes. Our flagship product is PhotoSeed Soy. And what photoseed does in soybeans um, is it increases the energy density, so the oil and the protein content without compromising field yields. Um, so again, this journey started you know, many years ago in New Zealand. We didn't originally start out you know, to solve photosynthesis, but when our plants all came back larger with more energy, which was completely opposite of our original thesis, we thought something had to give you know, when you're asking the plant to do that much. We were very surprised when we started seeing our perennial ryegrass come back larger 
And that's when we discovered that what we in fact had was a photosynthesis technology that was explaining this you know, accelerated growth. And that was what led to the genesis of Zcal. So we raised our first round of financing in 2013 and have been pursuing that ever since. And so all in protein, enhanced all in protein in soybeans, is that's your, your principal crop right now? Yes. And for the audience that may not have a full understanding of the importance of that, you know, uh, soybeans is the world's most important oil seed and protein crop by volume. Fortunate little thing about these plants is it's really hard to make them do everything that you want. You know, you can't be too greedy with them. So in the past, you know, oil and protein have this inverse relationship where you try to raise one and you compromise the other. And similarly, when you try to change those nutritional components, very often you lose field yields or bushels per acre. So what we've been able to do is, again, when you give that plant more energy, more carbon, more currency, if you will, to play with, uh, those plants can now do kind of everything. So we've decoupled this inverse relationship between the oil, the protein, and the yield. And really what we're doing is creating a better bean for everyone. So this is a soybean that processors really enjoy because it improves processing margins because the oil is worth more than the protein. Uh, nutritionists really appreciate it because we're restoring soybean meal protein levels to really where it was a decade plus ago. So we've seen a constant decline in soy protein quality over the years. And then overall, you know, with uh, carbon capture starting the field, what we're really creating is a more sustainable soybean, one that has a smaller environmental footprint without the need for deforestation. So consumers can really appreciate that their food products now are being produced more sustainably with the photo C technology. And, and where will these products end up? I mean, are they going into animal feed? Are they going into the human consumer products? Where, where, where do you really see these making a difference? So the, uh, the largest consumers of soy here in the U.S., at least, um, on the oil side will be your food companies and your energy companies. So we're currently creating two product lines. Uh, one focused on not only enhanced oil um, quality, but also quantity. So we're focused on putting photo seed into high oleic varieties of soybeans. And that's really trying to address uh, the demand for healthier oils going into our various food products. We're also developing a line that's now really supporting what I'll call the you know, new wave of demand for renewable diesel and also for um, sustainable aviation fuel. So again, you know, uh, plant oils are probably one of the easiest and lowest cost drop-in feedstocks for these two areas to help decarbonize not only agriculture, but also energy. Then on the protein side, the biggest consumers of soybean protein meal here in the US will be the poultry industry. So about 60% of all soybean meal goes to something with a feather. And then about another 20, 25% goes into the, uh, the swine industry. So what we're really focused on there is again, densifying that protein meal, making sure that you know, when we say we increase protein, what we're really doing is increasing the critical amino acids and the indispensable amino acids that allow that animal to get the same productivity, but with a smaller inclusion. And of course, here in North Carolina, we have a massive poultry and massive swine industry. So will some of this product ultimately be hitting, hitting the ground here in, in North Carolina? Well, we hope so. You know, North Carolina is one of our um, you know, target areas and our footprint. Um, as uh, some of the listeners may know, uh, last year we did sign a collaboration with Purdue Agribusiness. So, you know, that's a great, you know, kind of partnership to demonstrate what we're trying to do. East Coast is primarily where we'll be launching our products. 
one you know key difference about kind of Zcal's business model is that we plan on going hyper local as much as possible. So at a time when you know the industry leaders and seed are really turning towards volume and a global approach, we're really trying to find you know these uh, niche markets, if you will, to, to start with, where we can find integrated uh, capabilities. So really connecting farmers through the processing and ultimately through the animal to create this harmonized supply chain, where again everyone is benefiting from this better being. Can you say a little bit more how you think that's going to work over the next few years? Again, when I started in this industry um, as a reformed venture capitalist, I originally built ZCal, really trying to model this after the pharma and med device you know markets, where if you build great science, uh, you know ultimately you see yourself as the technology and the platform or the pipeline of a larger acquirer. So that was always the goal. But what I've kind of learned over the past few years, especially post-pandemic, is that you need to innovate beyond the science. And sometimes the business model innovation is even more important than the technology. And the reason why I mentioned that is what I kind of learned you know, during the past three years is that our current ag system, despite being very large and very efficient, as I mentioned, is also very siloed. Supposedly, you know, we should all be partners in this, but a lot of times our verticals end up as competitors. So processors have certain demands, certain needs, you know, animal nutritionists have certain demands and certain needs, and ultimately seed companies are driven differently as well. So what we're seeing right now is as long as seed companies continue to focus on growers, as long as growers continue to be the customers, innovation is going to be driven by on-field tools. So that's why we've seen such great success with herbicide resistance, uh, insect resistance traits such as these. But when you're talking about nutritional trait, then the farmer today does not get paid on that. They do not get paid on value. They only get paid on yield. And that comes with a lot of issues in itself. So we had to rethink about how do we recreate this entire supply chain? Who are our true customers that benefit from this oil and protein enhancement? And then how do we really change the role of the grower in this entire value chain? So our conclusion was ultimately that nutritionists and processing, they're really the two customers of soybeans, the oil and the protein component. And they see value in a more sustainable oil and protein co-product coming into their systems. That has really taken the burden off of us to continue to market to growers as the customer. It's allowed us to view growers now as our partners. How do we get growers a seat at the table? Because if growers don't grow this, then we all lose out. So it's really changed this perspective of saying to the grower, how can we make your business, how can we make your operations more durable? How can we make it more resilient and ultimately more profitable? And kind of our approach to growers is now to say, look, we want to work with you to not only help you on your input costs, go hyper local so we're part of your community, but how can we also diversify your revenues beyond yield? So if you only get paid on bushels per acre today, let's keep that in place. How can we start adding other you know, additional revenue streams, such as on quality or sustainability? And so what's really exciting is that Photoseed is kind of this triple threat technology where you have oil, protein, carbon all in one. And it's going to be the first sustainability trait uh, that's embedded into the seed that growers can monetize just by growing it. So we're very excited about these prospects and how this can really change grower profitability and resiliency. That's great. I mean, trying to bring build a kind of win-win-win model with growers with obviously ZCal in the middle, but also with 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 processors and ultimately us as general public as well, benefiting from the sustainability angle that you mentioned. So 
Yeah, and it's been great because I think this technology has really captivated the imaginations of you know partners throughout the entire value chain. You know, groups I'll argue were very skeptical in the past and have always wondered, you know, will this ever happen? But this technology has really rallied a lot of support. Um, you know, uh, we've had a lot of people come to the table. We have new partners that we're in discussions with. So I'm hoping that over the next 12 to 24 months, you know, what the audience will continue to see is this reharmonization of our supply chain uh, partnerships that are positioned very differently than they have been in the past. You know, new alliances being formed, but all with that single mission to again, focus maybe more on agriculture, not from the macro perspective, but going to the communities and really building these customized solutions, you know, half a million acres at a time. So I hate to finish with this because it sounds like you've got enough on your plate already, but how do you see the kind of next five to 10 years for CCL? I mean, is it going to be in one crop as you kind of expand in this area, or do you see yourself moving into other areas? As always, every startup, right? I still consider ourselves a startup despite the tremendous growth. You know, we're always faced with constraints and limited choices. What I'm excited about is, you know, Zcal's photosy technology is truly a platform technology, meaning that enhancing photosynthesis in any crop is valuable. You know, no other industry can I think of where you're not only elevating the value of the end product, but you're monetizing the input costs, which is carbon. So I'm very excited about, you know, getting photo seed across, you know, different crops. We have photo seed corn in the field for the first time this year. So we're really excited to see the performance and whether we can make corn more energy dense as well as more sustainable. We have a program in hemp that we developed with our investors, Riff Capital. So that's another area of industrial biomass that we're pursuing. And in soybeans, we have our hands full right now. We have our partnership with Purdue. So we are currently trying to commercialize our photosee soybeans across the East Coast, demonstrate to growers that this business model works, that there is a better system than just commodity ag. And hopefully as they have a successful experience with photosee soy, the other photosee products that come online become a natural part of either their crop rotation or become part of their portfolio. Apparently it's taken a little bit of time to get this to happen, but it's been well worth the effort. So thank you so much and wish you and Zcal a lot of luck in the future. AgTech360 is a product of North Carolina State University, the Center of Excellence for Regulatory Science in Agriculture, or SIRSA, the North Carolina Plant Sciences Initiative, and the Southern IPM Center. With AgTech360, we take a 360-degree view into emerging agriculture technologies that matter. Thanks for listening.